everybody. Ka-chow. Welcome to The Allison Show. I'm Allison, and boom, baby! <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. Listen, lover, there's so much power in learning to see ourselves clearly. So on this podcast, let's try. We're going to laugh together, possibly cry together. <laughs> And we'll talk about why it's hard to feel our inherent wholeness and why it can be hard to feel awesome and what to do about it. Good news. We're going to be aggressively compassionate to ourselves and others as we do it. Let's go. (laughs) I am here with the one, the only, the sexy, the talented. He thinks he's better than us because he has his own podcast now. Mr. Eric Robertson. Mm, I'm just sitting up here in my high, high seat overlooking all of you. Yeah, how does it feel? Lonely. Looks like you've got a bloody nose up there in those uh, high, high seats, sir. No, uh, you just oh. believed he just <laughs> checked his nose. <laughs> I haven't had a bloody nose in like seven years. This is episode 185. What's process art and why it will change you with Mary Cherry. Yes, that is her real name. Mary, oh, I we I we talk about all of it, so I don't need to get too into it. But process art and the concept behind art as part of therapy, somatic healing. This is a huge thing for me right now. I'm super excited to share this with you guys. But before we get into the episode, I wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you by me <laughs> in collaboration with Craft Lake City and an event they have coming up uh, in North Salt Lake. Is it in Ogden? I really should check. But it's coming up on uh, the first weekend in March. This is a really, really cool lettering conference that uh, was started by a friend of mine, actually, Becca Clausen. She started this lettering event that brought together all these lettering professionals called Letter West. And then she stopped doing the conference and Craft Lake City, which I am a member of the board of Craft Lake City, they are starting the conference back up. And they have the coolest people from around the, not just the country, but around the world in the lettering profession coming. So if you are interested at all in lettering, you should come. I'm going. I'm going by myself. I bought a ticket. I don't know anybody else who's going. <laughs> Maybe I'll go. Yeah. It's going to be really, really fun. So I've got a link to that, all the information um, in the bio or the, what is it called? Show notes. Thank you. In the show notes. Uh, so let's get into the episode. I'm excited to have you help me get the world excited about process art. Heck Yeah. Yes, and I want to learn about you. I want to hear about your journey to it. I don't remember, maybe because I don't remember a time without you in my life, but but I don't remember consciously into the zeitgeist learning about process art. I just know about it. Do you see what I'm saying? And I've been surprised at how many people, when I say process art, aren't familiar with the phrase for the same reason. So if you will tell us a little bit about process art, and then I'd love to hear about all about you, anything you want to share in your journey to process art. I love and you're it. so pretty. Oh, you too. <laughs> you are. Though our prettiness is the least exciting yes. things about us. It is, but sometimes it's just, oh, and she's pretty. I just forgot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Process art, super simple is art that's all about the making and the doing rather than the finished product. So it doesn't mean we don't have amazing finished products. It just means that's not really the point, right? And I think it resonates so much for you, I could guess from thinking that I know you, (laughs) is that we're both... I think you do. I'm going to give it to (laughs) you. Yes. (laughs) Once we made the Rick Rubin connection, I was like, game on. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we that's process art, all about the making and the doing rather than the finished product. And I have really, once I learned about this and started experiencing it, and what I see in you is what I was going to say, is we seem to live a process life, like everything's a process, right? <laughs> and so... That is- so profound. Yes, you are correct. Yeah, I think that's what's happening for me. Like process art has just mm. turned into process life. And the more I can mm. process it, the better off I am and the people around me are because it's contagious. And yeah. that's what I've been doing with kids for the past, I don't know, 20 years or so. I started as a kindergarten teacher, first grade, second grade at a a local school in Hollywood. I'm in LA. And were you born and raised in LA? Are you a a SoCal girl? Heck no. My husband is born and raised in the Valley. (laughs) I am born and raised, I'm a born and raised New Yorker. I- Oh, whoa. Cause I'm born and raised San Diego. No. Yeah. Yeah. My family's all still there. And so that, I have a lot of context for you being a New Yorker, living in like LA, and my mind is blown for you. Good job. You've hung it out. Like, good job. You know what, though? <laughs> it's been 27 years. It's a long time. Yeah. And I was always destined for California. And my aunt and uncle lived out here. I grew up coming to LA. My best friend went to Beverly Hills High School okay. that I knew in camp. Oh, I love it. So I'd come out, go to school with her for the day in high school and be like, what is this and how do I get here? So I've been hooked for a long time and now I think I'm a California girl or at least oh, yeah. half, half. Oh, absolutely. It's like I've lived in Utah since coming here for college. So it's been <clears throat> like 20 years, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I'll, I'll take Utah. I'll take California. People are pretty surprised when they hear I live in Utah. I don't know why. <laughs> I do. I, I don't think. get it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but um, okay, so you were a kindergarten teacher yes. in Southern California. Yes. I worked at a local private school here in Hollywood for many years. And I was always like the artsy teacher and got those kids that needed a little more art in their lives. Through that process, I was like, oh, what I really like is the art making. I don't really want to teach about baleen whales or something like that in first grade. And like when I met my husband 15 or so years ago, Mr. Cherry, we got married. I got this crazy name, Mary Cherry. And okay, so his last name is Cherry. Yes, this is legit. And this is the best thing because so I'm like, Mallory, hey, will you help schedule Mary Cherry? And she's like, what's her first name? And I'm like, Mary Cherry. I'm pretty sure it's Mary. Like I but have I been wrong this whole time? Like I doubted myself. And then we go to your website and the first thing it says is, yes, that's my real name. Yeah. It's, so you married into the cherry. Yes. I married. I got a husband and a brand in one big swoop. So smart. Thank you. I really try to be efficient. Yeah. Evan and I met. On our second date, he says to me, you're in trouble if we get married. And I'm like, why are you thinking about marriage, first of all? And second, I had no idea what he was talking about. I didn't know his last name. I met him on Match.com. Like, this was a stranger in my living room. And and he's talking about (laughs) marriage. And I'm like, I don't think we have to worry about that. Fast forward two years later, here I am, Mary Cherry, and making the most of it. Oh, yes. Yeah. So good. So good. 
So when did you make that switch from, and how did you make that switch from being a kindergarten teacher to Mary has a super successful process art studio? Is it in, it's do you in, say Hollywood, LA? It's in LA in the valley. So we're over okay, the hill so from LA like Beverly valley. Hills or something like that. Okay. And how long have you had the studio? Okay. So I have this art studio in the Valley called Mary Cherry Art Studio. It's a process art studio through and through. That is all we do. We focus on the process and we're in our eighth year, which after oh, four oh, years of a amazing. Thing, yeah, that, yes. oh, <laughs> thank that you. Is, that is a, that's just a moment of honor for the victory of having a bricks and mortar through COVID? Through COVID. Thank you. That's yeah. huge. That is huge. That's in the arts? Yeah. That's with That's kids. Big... That's with kids. That is a huge deal. Thanks. Like, it's a huge deal. Okay. I just, I, I get like emotional because I'm like, I know how hard it is. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Because that. Yeah. Okay. So eight years you've had this. Eight years. So it's easy to look, but it's easy to be like, she's got this studio and you just open it and it just works. Yeah, no. Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah. Okay. So I was a teacher for 15 years. I had, I got married, had kids back to back. I have two girls who are now 11 and 12. So 16 months apart. Oh, and it was hardcore there for a minute. And then yeah, dur- that's a lot. it was a lot. And so I was teaching, I think second grade at the time. And I had these babies and it was harder than I could ever imagine to be a parent. We know that's true. And Mm -hmm. my survival mode was to be creative and blog about it. That was, I really started as a blogger, right? We know this drill. That's how we know each other because we come from the old country. (laughs) (laughs) We are part of a very exclusive club. Uh Uh-huh. And yeah. it really revolves <laughs> so much around Alt Summit, right? It, absolutely. Absolutely. I tell Gabby that all the time. Gabrielle Blair, for people listening, the founder of Alt Summit. You really cannot understand the power of what you're doing in the moment and the connections and the community that had been that was fostered and it still is fostered is really incredible. She's incredible. Yes. Yeah, oh, she's a force. Yes, for sh- me too. Yeah. And when I went to that first salt summit, it was in Utah in Park City. Yep. And yep. It was like a whole new world to me and also meeting and getting to know so many people in the Mormon community, which was a big part yeah. of that experience and I for- Oh, it's the Mormon mafia for sure. Like that. I will I was just reading an article from 2010 or 11 that was like, why are so many Mormon bloggers Mormon? Like this whole article, and I've read it before, but it just popped up. And yeah, that was a huge, Alt Summit was a huge contribution to that because so many people who lived locally were able to attend and network. And it really, and that's influencer marketing as well. And Instagram, it it budded out of that blog community. And that really was so big and is still so big here. Totally. So it's, it's really crazy. Yeah. There's an LA hotspot too, though. There's a whole community where you are too. It's a different vibe. It's a different vibe. Another, I think yeah. that's more interior, yeah. maybe. I don't. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So that's not yeah. my crew, but oh my gosh, I feel like we've had 17 conversations and I can't keep up, but I don't know where we left off. 
<laughs> oh, also, that's two people with most likely ADHD having a conversation. If you can't follow 15 threads, we have a hard time talking. Yeah. So that's, we're doing great. Yeah, totally. Um, but we're follow. Yeah, we're following that journey from being a kindergarten teacher to having a process art studio. So you start blogging, uh, coping with having children, yes. which is I was doing embroidery in my hospital room after my first baby to totally. manage the anxiety. Yeah. Completely relate. Yeah. So you start sharing online your creativity. Totally. Thank you. Great listening. So I started blogging like a machine. Like I put those kids mm. to bed at seven and just put on my headphones and let's go. And I would just... Think of what am I going to do tomorrow with my little toddlers who won't stop crying. I know. I'll invite all my friends over with their babies and I'll put out 10 pounds of rainbow spaghetti on the grass and we'll slip and slide through it. And that's what we did. And that's the face that you're making now is the face I saw of my friends holding their babies. They were just like mouth agape and I was it was the first time I'll never forget this moment because I'm sure you have so many poignant moments right where like the earth shifts a little in your personal life and I was like oh I'm doing something they're not doing at home this is different yes when you're able to realize that a natural skill set that I am sure you have worked on and nurtured but it's a natural skill set, right? Totally. This creativity, uh, a different way of thinking. And all of a sudden, it's like, everyone's not like this. Yeah. Like, when people were freaking out that I would air hump on the internet. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why is that interesting? I seriously was, I'm still so confused. I'm like, seriously? Yeah. You think this is, okay, this is just what I do on a regular basis. Yeah. If you're all interested, I guess I'm happy to share. I'm oh, happy to do it with you. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. It was. That's awesome. It was so super cool. And then I started asking them, do you think people, because also I'm a serial entrepreneur. I cannot have an idea for five seconds without being like, how can I turn this into a business? It's in my blood, okay? I come from a long line of Jewish entrepreneurs, retail. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you is, were your parents entrepreneurs? So my mom has is an attorney and she has her own practice. However, wow. she went back to school, never had a bachelor's degree or, or a law degree, went at 55 years old and crushed it, got her degree, and then became an attorney. So that's, yeah, give it up for mom. Yeah. What's her name? Libby Goldstein. Libby, I want to embroider her a badge of honor. <laughs> Good job, Libby. She seriously, yeah. that's, that is a revolutionary for that generation. 55, I love anybody listening. It's never too late. It's never too late. And that's one thing I love about you is you say your age often. And how old are you? 40, Not that I can even remember. 49. It, midlife awakening. 49. Yes. And, and it is so refreshing for me. So I turned 40 last year. And I, do you know, we need matriarchs. We need the wisdom. We need the high priestess, the goddess. And so I, and not that the age matters in any way, but I really appreciate that you've been sharing a lot. Like, I feel really good. I'm 49. And it's like a little more enthusiasm as we age, ladies. I love it. A little more. So thank you. Thank you for putting that out there. It's been such a beautiful example to me. Okay. So you're, so you come from an entrepreneurial background. Libby, Libby. we're obsessed with. She's an attorney. 
attorney. She's an attorney. Also, my grandpa, was, Harry Goldstein, was, had oh, Harry. Harry had nine Army Navy yes. surplus stores in Long Island. Wow. So he was like a brick and mortar guy. And in my cool. home growing up, I just remember like when people would talk about my grandpa, they'd say he's an entrepreneur. And that was like the ultimate like all hail <laughs> pedestal yeah. yeah and so i learned that like cool and respected and entrepreneur go together and i think i'm like yeah okay give me a piece of that action i'll turn uh rainbow spaghetti into a business somehow and that's what i did and with those did. kids and it just it just skyrocketed from there like i was i started opening my backyard i have a very supportive game husband partner in life that's the best and I'm like can I start like do turning this into something and let's invite kids to the home to our home in the backyard and honestly it felt like in five minutes I had hundreds of kids coming in and out of our backyard for what I called toddler playgroup it was just like a sensory something you see all the time now that wasn't the case 11 years ago. And it was so exciting yeah. to people. And it came so naturally to me because I was a teacher. I'd been doing this stuff forever. And I just, it was like somebody turned on a switch. Oh my gosh, I bet you know this. Are you an artist way person with Julia Cameron? Yeah. Of course. I got, do I talk about it every day? Yeah. That's my girl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now I really know (laughs) who I'm dealing with, okay? And I have been writing morning pages for 15 years, like legit. Oh my, mountains of Uh, morning page journals. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know what that is, morning pages are just like three pages of free consciousness writing that you do in the morning. And I got this message the first time I did the artist way. It was like a download, like open an art studio, some something like that. Like it formed. And I was like, what are you even saying to me? Book? Like, I don't know what you yeah. mean. And then it in, I don't know, over time, it just, everybody kept talking about the classes. And then I started teaching after school mobile classes where I'd go to Susie's house on Thursday and this house. And there were groups of kids. And before I knew it, I was like, it's time. Let's open an art studio. And that was eight years ago. Wow. And so living in Utah, my brain, because of our similar brains, automatically goes, but the price of rent where you are compared to what it would cost me, it just blows my mind. And Uh, so it's a big, it's a big deal to lease a building. (laughs) Like it's a big deal to lease a space. Wow, I I love that response. Going to the financial pressure of owning a brick and mortar that Mm -hmm. that does show you know what how hard this is. And during COVID, Mm -hmm. this this was a major operation because we couldn't see kids for a year and a half, and we basically ended up becoming like a factory where we shipped our camp in a box, which our camps are a big part of our business and they sell out really fast every year and it's great. And I had already, it was, I sell out camp typically in January for 250 kids. I had all that money and I was like, it's March. What am I going to do? I'm not going to just give all this back. Like I have to survive. I have to make payroll, this and that. And I was like, okay, we're going to do camp in a box. And me and a few members of my team, 10 feet apart, 
mask on, mask off, went into like video mode of putting our whole <sighs> program online. And then we shipped, we ended up opening it to the public and not just the campers. And we shipped thousands of camp in a box all over the country. And it was crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh my gosh, that is, and that's, and that's what it is. It's adapt, adapt, pivot. pivot. Which is why we have 15 conversations at once. I think it's also part of that same skill set, right? Totally. So I would love to hear. So how your girls are 10 and 11 now, you were saying? 11 and 12. 11 and 12. That's my sister and I are 16 months apart. Oh, no way. So I was, I liked, I say I was raised almost like a twin. Yeah. Where I respond to her name in a crowd and Whoa. people call this the same person all the time. And uh, are you younger really, or older? I'm older. Okay. You're the Gigi yeah. in my, with my girls. Wait, what's your oldest daughter's name? Gigi. Okay. So I have a Gigi. How do I not know this? So Stop. I have, I don't know. I don't yet. Yeah, so I named her Ginger, but only called oh. her Gigi. And then when she was five, she said, Gigi's a little name and I'm a big girl. Call me Ginger. And I was like, okay. wow yeah oh my god so there's another (laughs) yeah yeah, that is big energy right there and I love it (laughs) and I have and my 11 year old is Dee. I don't want to leave her out Diana oh (laughs) Oh, Diana that's funny so we have Fiona who we call Fifi so we have a Gigi and a Fifi so we're living parallel lives let's get together so I you right now you're in like a renaissance like a revival you are like in a I, I keep going back to the are you familiar with tarot the high priestess energy. I mean. So the, she sits, she's in the major arcana, and the arcana is mystery. So it's the major mysteries of the soul, and there are 22 cards that take you on the soul's journey. And the high priestess is like card number two or three, and it's this beautiful, like really regal woman, and she's sitting with pillars of black and white, sun and moon, day and light, and it is like this balance and in your power, and then right after her is the empress card which is like pomegranate mother nature and I, you, like to me I whenever I see what you're putting out I'm like she's in her high priestess empress energy like Ooh. loving it uh, so tell me about that or yeah. anything that you're excited about right now and also how your own practice of art contributes to that and has contributed to that yeah what a powerful is that make sense times a thousand <laughs> I'm with you okay, and yeah. I am relating big time to the high priestess empress energy yes. I often mm-hmm. I often say like I really am having a midlife awakening I feel like I am I love it more of me than I've ever been in my life and I'm just feeling it it feels so good especially because Every one of us had a really tough 2023 and likely 2020, 2021 and so forth. It's been a long... Thank you for, thank you for acknowledging that I am shocked and not shocked at the number of people who it, it truly is they've trauma blocked those years and we'll be talking and they're like, just skip over them. Yeah. No, I'm not able to <laughs> do I'm that. Like, it's... Yeah. Listen, I've trauma blocked a few things. Sure. I just couldn't with those ones. So no. I, I get it. But it was, yeah, we're all still recovering. And that is why I think process art 
right now in this moment on the earth is so important. So that's why I love hearing your story and your experience because I am with you. Rough years. Yeah. And so (laughs) after those rough years in 2023, in May, I was able, because I had an amazing team and manager at work, I was able to take a two month sabbatical and I Mm. stepped off I stepped off the planet for two months and I was off Instagram. I was only in my home. I was with my kids. I live in the mountains. I was doing a whole alternative kind of life. And one of the things that happened during that time, which leads to your question, is I started, I I promised myself during the sabbatical, I would do 10 minutes of creativity a day. And I had no idea what it would look like. For people who know me, they might be like, yeah, easy. You're Mary Cherry. Can't You can make glitter come out of your armpit. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, maybe I present that way, but I am tapped. There was nothing left yeah. in the tank and I was ready to just... You made it your job. When you made yeah. creativity your career, when I made fun and mental health my career, <laughs> it's... Yeah, it's easy to, it just becomes work. Exactly, um, yeah. And so I love that, re- reclaiming, and, and I reclaiming it for yourself again. And I also just want to call out for people listening, 10 minutes, what a beautiful, concrete, doable goal that's very kind. Totally. I, I think you could have easily been two hours a day because I'm not working and I have this expectation. So the compassion and awareness with that 10 minute goal is really beautiful. Thank so you. Thanks, kudos, Allison. kudos for your beautiful goal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in, woman. I'm in. <laughs> okay, great. I love it. So that first day, May 1st, I'm like, shoot. I have to be creative for 10 minutes right now. What am I going to do? And I looked out on my table and there was a random little book and there was a stack of stickers because I'm a longtime subscriber of Pip Sticks, which is a sticker subscription. And I'm friends with Mo Vasquez, because she lives not right by you, but she lives near you. She lives in Southern California. She just moved to (laughs) Brooklyn. Did she move back to New York? Oh my gosh, I need to call her. Okay, so Mo, I met her at Alt Summit as well because I loved, she was wearing a shirt with boobs on it, (laughs) little illustrated boobs. That sounds like And I like, and I like stopped her on a corner. I was like, hi, who are you? What do you do? You want to be my best friend? I like your shirt. Let's talk. And she's like, but meanwhile, then she said yes, I'm sure. Cause she's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Pipstick shout out. Pipstick. Phenomenal. 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 And so I was like, okay, I have five years worth of subscription here that I just have been staring at. How about I just stick her for 10 minutes? That ended up starting this, I want to say revolution for people all over the world creating what I now call sticker stories, which are basically like sticker collages that tell our story, whatever that is. Sometimes it's a light, fluffy, no bigger, no big deal. Other times it's, oh, there's a war happening and I'm Jewish and I have a lot of feelings right now and I don't know where to put them. I'm going to put them in these stories. And I'm part of a big Jewish population. My my children go to Jewish school. Like after October 7th, which is my birthday, it was very challenging. It's challenging for the whole world. And it has a different flavor yeah. for Jewish people. And absolutely, it became really hard to manage. And, and I, I, I really attribute sticker stories to like saving my life process art, really. 
is what got me through these past several months. And seeing you choke up makes yeah. me choke up because it's, yeah. it's been well, a lot. I just, and I'm, thank you so much for sharing your perspective. And I, I love, it's so easy to be like, the world is so overwhelming. I don't know how to help. I don't know how to do this, all of these different things. And then we trivialize things like stickers. Yeah. Like, why would I take time to be creative? What, what's stickers? Stickers, right? And so for you to share that experience, which is hits so powerful because of your heart connection, your ancestor connection. And yeah, it's a really, this is, it's not just stickers. This yeah. is life-changing, nervous system regulating, emotion feeling, processing magic. Yeah. And your stickering has inspired me to sticker. And yes. I've been using all my Pipstick stickers. <laughs> so good. Because literally, that's so funny because I have these Pipstick stickers I've been sitting on because you get precious about them because they're pretty. And I've seen you creating these sticker stories and just yeah. allowing the emotion and the chaos and just sticker, sticker, sticker. Oh, my um, God. It's so thank you for sharing that. That's really beautiful. Thanks. I appreciate it. And it's been it's been the only way I can be who I am. And that is someone who mm -hmm. likes to share and give to others and say, hey, this is what I'm doing. You try it, too. It might help. Then it became just so deep and to get receive pictures and messages from women in Israel who are like, I'm sitting here with all my friends right now making sticker stories when we don't know what's happening outside and blah, blah, blah. It's changed my life, really. And one of the things that I want to share is that that's been the past four months of that kind of deep sticker storying. And about a month ago in 2024, I really went off the page and I'm creating large scale sticker story art that shares oh I freaking love your portraits <laughs> I, oh I'm so in I'm in you would love yeah that. I love any part I see you are high up in my algorithm because I'm not I don't look on Instagram very much but no. I know everything you're doing oh my god that's wild yeah. thank you I'm yeah. having the time of my life I've never like you said before about that priestess and empress energy like mm -hmm. When I used to walk into my studio and meet people and they'd say, oh, this is so great. Are you an artist too? And I'd be like, don't mm. look around you. This is my art. It's my business. I made this place. Yeah. And that seemed so obvious to me, but it didn't really seem connected to what people associate with art. And so for me now, this is my art. This is who I Ugh. am. And this is what I can give to the world on in a much deeper way and it's it's incredible 49 and crushing i love it oh and so the this i'm gonna start crying all over again <laughs> the stories of the women in israel sending you sticker story messages yeah knowing that like that connection and that impact I, it's like, I don't have that context when I'm watching you thriving, right? And it's easy to start projecting like, oh, her business is doing really well, or she's got a lot of ideas right now. But the, I'm not surprised at all that the root of part of that joy and expansion is the connection, the empathy, the catharsis, and honestly, just the love that is being shared through the art. 
and that it's such a service. It is such an act of service. And I think that is something that people forget and I forget is when you do what lights you up, not on, not because the internet validates it, which is very difficult not to do. And when you do what lights you up, even if it's just putting stickers on things, guys, stickers, okay? Yeah. yeah. You can change the world. You can make a difference. Totally. And I just think that's so powerful. So I'm going to share something with you that I was like, I don't want to tell Mary. I'm embarrassed to t- tell her. And then I was like, no, I'm going to tell oh her. I'm even going to say it on the podcast. Oh, my God. There's a <laughs> confession happening? Okay. Yeah, confession. So I have felt just so when I left the internet for a few years, I got very sick and hadn't not shared uh, daily for 15 years, right? And so completely took that step back. It, it wasn't even so much conscious. I'm letting all of these things go. It was just one by one things were let go. It's a little bit of a superpower I have to let things go without thinking about it. And then later I'm like, maybe I should have thought about that. But <laughs> it was just like, see you later, suckers. <laughs> And as I have come back, I released my book and, but it just has been a struggle, a balance, a relearning, a process of, okay, there's a new way of working and living and I have the living part down because like I knew how to work. I, I feel like I relearned how to live and like be present. And it helped regulate my nervous system and heal and lots of things like that happened. And art is one of those huge things that I've come back to that uh, is actually how I started on the internet and how I started blogging was with crafts and tutorials and how to's and something that got let go along the way in the name of entrepreneurship and scaling and business and a boss babe (laughs) and all of the things and so reclaiming that and not having anybody I would just do it and I wasn't sharing online so it was just completely self-contained right and it's it was so much healing so much joy so I share all that because it feels so special to me it's in my heart it's so special And I've been sharing things and I'm like, I really want to do a craft night. I really want to do a craft night. And I feel so nervous about this craft night. I'm like, it's not a big deal. I'll do this. I'll do a flower course, uh, which essentially is like a process flower art course. But it didn't, it, it hasn't really sold a ton. And I was like, okay, that's very discouraging. I'm used to things working when I do them. This is a little rough. There's been many a day I say my ego can't take another hit and I got to stop saying it because then it, yeah. <laughs> it takes another yes, hit. Yes, you can. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it certainly can. I'm not saying it anymore. I need, I wanted a venue to do this night and I had met these women. They're so great and they were just about to open. They're bricks and mortars. They're huge Mary Cherry fans. They're your disciples. You're the OG. <laughs> they're like, I'm like, I'm talking to Mary next week and they're like, oh. <gasps> She's the OG. (laughs) And I'm like, I know. I feel so powerful. I get to talk to her. They're opening a process art studio in Salt Lake. They reach out to me the day I like intention, journal, prayer. I'm like, I need a space. They reach out and they're like, would you want to do a craft night? I'm like, this is so aligned. It's working. Yes, my craft empire (laughs) is back. Like so excited. I strategically had been sharing those awards I've been making online. Mm. Ooh, look at me making them. You want to make them too. I had a whole master plan, okay? Okay, I know the drill. Whole master plan. Yeah. You know the drill. I know the drill. So go ahead and send out a newsletter to my 
substantial newsletter list and put it up on Instagram and sell about four tickets. And here's the thing. That's okay. However, there wasn't quite enough time to keep pushing. I had to start to decide, obviously, I'm not necessarily doing it to make money, but my business took some financial hits by not doing it for several years. <laughs> Apparently that changed things. And so it's it's not, I'm necessarily in a place to just lose money, even though I often do lots of things that lose money because I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's about the process and it will get there along the way, right? And I ended up realizing that to be compassionate to myself and the amount of other projects I had going on and the amount of time there was to sell tickets, I had to refund the few people who had bought tickets and cancel it. Ah, this is the confession. And this is the confession. Gotcha. And because when I posted, you were so excited for me. And then I was so sad. I was like, Mary's going to be so disappointed. <laughs> and one of the reasons I was like, you know what? I'm going to share it because it doesn't, it doesn't matter how many things you've done. I used to sell dance party tickets. And they, in five minutes, 700 tickets would sell. And I sold $500 workshop tickets, like a hundred of those, right? And I also went on a book tour that was free and people would show up and I was in Atlanta and eight people came, right? I've, all the The different places and spaces and it can't mean anything about you and on. And I say that because... So I love The Alchemist. Me too. The book, The Alchemist. I just knew. (laughs) I was like, I don't even have to guess. And that concept of beginner's luck, where when you're on the path, when you're on your mission, your purpose, you'll get these little kicks of beginner's luck. And I have felt, I'm like, I used up all my beginner's luck. It's all gone. And... (laughs) I have no more left. Everyone hates now I you. Just, Nobody's doing yes, everything. Yes. 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 Nobody cares about me. Mm-hmm. I'm washed up. Nobody's excited. I could go on and totally. on. And I can't sell 10 tickets to save my life, right? After doing a survey where so many people said they wanted this. That's a whole other aspect, right? Mm-hmm. I say this because there are so many people who want to try something and they hear your story of, Kids just started flooding in and I opened up a process art studio and people just started flooding in. And even I, in the past, have been like, you work hard and you do this and then this works. And I just would like to say, <laughs> yeah, what? I'm 40 now. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm 40 now and I'm a sage. I'm super glad that God went ahead and the universe went ahead and showed me that you can do everything, quote unquote, and it might not come together. Mm-hmm in the way. And so there's this part of me that is I see incorporating process art and creativity into my message, something I want to bring in my community. And so I I try to do this craft night and it doesn't work out. I must be wrong. That must not be the thing for me. Yeah. It's so easy to jump to that conclusion. And I was like, I know that you're going to have some insight on this. I know you've probably felt this way. Sure. I'm just, you can, you don't even have to give me therapy. <laughs> I'm just wondering what this brings up for you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. the first thing it brings up for me is thanks for being honest and sharing that oh, everything's not a home run out of the gate. No. <laughs> but I want it to be. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And you were like gearing up for sold out in 20 seconds and... That doesn't always well, happen. Like at this, at this point, yeah, I feel like I've had to alter my expectations so much 
compared to other things that I didn't think I could lower my expectations anymore. But apparently... <laughs> Look, my... I, I can't give any advice. All I can say is I just have this image of you and those four people having the best time ever. I know. And you being that like, oh... This is killer. I can do this. And next time it'll be 10. And likely next time, if you talked about it one more time. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'd also like to acknowledge I talked about it essentially once or twice. It was just such a fast turnaround where I was and the the studio girls were so sweet. They're like, what if we just waive all fees and it's this and it's this. I mean, they were amazing and so kind. And I was like, I don't know why. But I think the turnaround this time, I've got to let it go because I could push more and then potentially, and then I ended up having a few kind of hard things like personal stuff, like kids stuff over the weekend. And I was like, wow, if I was trying to sell Mm -hmm. tickets and I wouldn't be here for my kids. And that is also something that as I am learning to create harmony, that would be the temperance card in the journey of the soul that I pulled the other day and I'm super mad at, um, where it's a woman, because I don't want harmony, I just want everything all at once. Uh, She's got two cups and the water is flowing back and forth between the cups and water always symbolize emotion. And it's like, Uh. we're holding these cups and there's this harmony, this flow of emotion, we're balanced. So that's really my challenge right now. And one of the the prayers, the intentions I keep in my heart is I really love where I'm at with my kids and being a mom right now. Yeah. And this was a really hard fought battle for me because it was much easier for my brain to work. Totally. <laughs> than um, be a mom. Yeah, big time. That's yeah. truth. And also the way that, and I think that we're probably similar, also getting to a point where I'm like, no, the way that I'm a mom is okay. Yeah. The way that I'm a mom, which is, chaos and fun and lots of talking and conversation <laughs> and right like uh, very verbal totally. but really bad at remembering to sign them up for things <laughs> paperwork <laughs> logistics are you an ENFP do you know I can't remember oh my god yeah I can't remember mundane yeah, tasks probably, are yeah. our oh, yes, mundane. yeah mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah 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 that's what people are like how do you get so much done and I'm like I do not do the tasks that you find necessary to list. Yeah. That is how I... (laughs) Oh, my God. No truer words have been spoken. I don't do the things that most of you are doing at home. That's how I function. Yes. Like, I either have to hire someone or beg someone or not or let things go get piled yep. up so high that yep. I'm like in a corner crying. I cannot, my brain does not work on mundane tasks. But if you ask me to plan a creative idea that could change the world, I'm in. Yeah, and already doing it. And four <laughs> or five of them. And probably consulting and helping other people do it just through text message without thinking. Oh, this is I can. You are probably single handedly helping 10 other people plan or coordinate something right now. And you don't even notice you're doing it. That would be my guess. That's my <laughs> reading. May you. or may not be true. I'm not sure. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're cut from the same cloth for sure. Yeah. And so let's back to this idea of maybe it hasn't been with the studio. Maybe it's been in other aspects. And something that you brought up that I also think ties in with this is that idea of the label of artist. Yes. And how hesitant I am, I'm creative, but 
am I an artist? And then especially if you're in the world of craft. Yes. How snotty. <laughs> It can feel very snotty. Even people asking you, are you an artist? And I don't know. Did you look at my studio? (laughs) Yeah. Have you? (laughs) What? Are you not Uh, seeing? Yeah. I understand that what you're saying is a reflection of you and your blocks, but it's hard not to take personally, right? It's And so even in that, along the path, have there been things that did not work out? Or have there been things where you thought this isn't going to, to work? I'm not meant to do this. And, yeah. and na- how did you navigate that? I can relate to everything you said, felt, experience with that craft night. And like the empathy is on a thousand because Thank I you. often, I just, when I have an event and I offer it and then it bombs I just am more seasoned at never talking about it again and just moving on so nobody really knows. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I just, I deleted the post. I refunded people. I sent them a little thank you download. And I was like, I don't have to talk about it, but I heard somebody say this. I don't remember where, but it was like, I wish more of us would talk about the things that come naturally to us Yeah. so that other people don't walk around being like, why can't I do this and this? And in that same vein, I've outward facing events are my thing. Yeah. I'm very good at events. I consult on events. I know I could have made the event work sure. in in a different capacity. But I also think it's just nice to hear you can have however many newsletter subscribers, followers, people who are interested. And somebody who just has friends in a neighborhood might be able to have more success than me. Totally. In, this, in that realm. And so don't underestimate the power of your local community, your word of mouth community. And at the same time, even then, sometimes it just doesn't come together. (laughs) Yeah, like Like sometimes it just doesn't happen. And there's no rhyme or reason for it. It doesn't happen. I think a a longer runway for sure is a good idea. And talking Ah. about it longer. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Immediately love me or go away. (laughs) You will not flower arrange with me. So I definitely think, like even just the other day, I'm used to having four or five mini makers class. That's like our toddler playgroup where you come with your adult and you're, that's what I started in my backyard when I was telling you before. Yeah. And this year was really low enrollment. And that happens every few years. The toddlers phase out of it. They grow out of it and they start doing sports Mm. and different things. And the toddlers are a really important part of my business because that's when we introduce it them to the Mary Cherry community and we hope we have lifelong community members. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be honest on Instagram. I have, we have two classes sold out, which is great, but typically we have four or five. So it wasn't feeling great to me. And so I went on Instagram and I created some cute little slides and I was like, I need your help. Where the heck are the toddlers? Help me find the toddlers. And I just was like, what I'm doing isn't working, but I still believe in what I'm doing here. So I'm just going to put it out there. And like within a day and a half, we had almost a full class. And I was like, oh, one, I just showed other art studio owners that it's okay to say you need help. And I know a lot of yeah. studio owners look to me to like for that kind of stuff. And yeah, I, I'm proud absolutely. to show, just be honest. 
And also it's people want to help us. I was like, please help me grab any toddler and tell them about Mary Terry and I'll give you a discount. So just sometimes the world's so different too. Like with your, yeah, and that's, you're used to selling events during 20, all these years. We're in a whole- During a different world. And that is the truth. Even, I thought my book would come out and I would get all these high profile speaking engagements. Mm -hmm. Because I I have had very high profile speaking engagements. I've worked very hard at it. Totally. And then I spent so long thinking- Oh, I should. I took that break. This is what happens. I'm not relevant. All the boohoo's. Um, you know what? Those conferences, and I'm sure some of that's true. Whatever, great. But also, those conferences are actually just getting back. Totally. The, the world, the way that the world works, the way we're doing live in-person events. The other thing that you just said, it's all different. But the other thing that you just said, which like. Not try, not trying to put you on a pedestal, but let's raise you up as an example, okay? Because you just said, what I'm doing isn't working, but I still believe in what I'm offering. Yeah. Okay, everybody, let's just <laughs> think about that. The amount of emotional, mental work that you have done to be able to stay in that place of power mm-hmm. Is that something that you cultivated? Is that something that you, like, how, Girl, is that something that was instilled? Tell me about it's it. It's a Tell lot me about of it. therapy is what it is. Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> whoop, there it is. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like, I was like, I will give it to you for freezies. But that, to me, sounds like a lot of work. Oh and God. that, for me, I'm like, sell out an event, don't sell out an event. To be able to stand in that belief is the ultimate power. Wow. That is the ultimate cash check chip of like honor is, hey, this may or may not be working from a marketing point of view, but I know what I have got is incredible. Yeah. And that, if more of us could get there, literally, to me, these are the things that will save the world. That is it. It's, thank you. And it's interesting to hear what you're saying because- now in my life right now, the vulnerable part for me is being an artist and sharing my art with the world. Like I have a, wow. like I'm coming up on sharing things in a special way. And that is, that's a lot of feelings, right? I'll have to do a lot of therapy yeah. on that. But the process yeah. art and Mary Cherry Art Studio as a place and what it's done, I'm 10 years in. I am a seasoned businesswoman now. And that didn't ha- that yeah. happened over many years. And I was green yeah. for a long time. And now I'm just like not. And that feels amazing. Yeah. I'm not the newbie anymore. I know how to run my business and I know what it takes, especially after all these years. And I think what you were saying is so true before about... The world's a different place. People are different. And we are just coming down from something so huge that they'll write books and books and our children will be affected in ways we haven't even seen yet. So it's, yeah, maybe you went online and tried to sell the craft night and it flopped, but like you were applying the rules of many different years to now. And we just have different rules. It's a different world. and, And I do feel so surprisingly happy with 2024 vibes in general so far. It just feels like we're all a little more grounded out of COVID, I think. Mm, I totally agree. And I think that desire 
those who are not feeling grounded and are feeling like I can't relate at all to this positive 2024 energy, they are longing for what you have cultivated. And, and I believe what I have cultivated and have to offer. And we're not offering it from some mountaintop. We're like, no, no we, we crawled through the mud crawled. on our stomachs. Yeah, we're still bloody. bloody. Yeah, yep. Army crawl. We crawled. Uh-huh. We're muddy. We're bloody, and we're super happy to help you in the mud. Oh, okay. I, that's it. I will roll around in the dirt with you at this point. Totally. <laughs> Let me just yes. make it abundantly clear. I did not yeah. stop crying the entire month of December. That was only a month oh. and a half ago. <laughs> So let me have this. I understand. Yeah. And and isn't it so funny because you present bubbly and positive like I do, Mm -hmm. right? And it's like no matter how often I tell people I cried in a corner, they're like, how are you always positive? I'm like, I just told you I cry under my desk on a regular basis. (laughs) I'm not going to put myself crying in a corner on Instagram. That's not. I don't believe it's emotion. I don't believe it's an emotionally healthy thing for me to do. I try not to judge other people. But in my experience, that has not led to positive life results. Totally. And (laughs) yeah. I do, though, try to be honest, and I, I know you do, too. Like, yeah. we're, sh- we're letting you know we are imp- as imperfect yeah. as it gets. We deal with all the mental health stuff everybody deals with. You went through crazy, difficult experiences these last six, six years, and I am dealing with a war against the people I love most in my life. And there's just a million things on that. There's all the things. Yeah. And we're all going through it, and... I'll be damned if I lay down for too long and cry about it. I have, this is my life. I've been given one life and I'm here to play. So let's go. Mm. Oh, I love it so much. Okay, let's give the people, I want to mention a couple of things. Something that you, I think, launched this year is a community, a course. Tell me a yeah. little bit about your, is it Mary Cherry? It's What's it called? Yes. Mary Ch- so thank you. It's Playmate Create yeah. Academy. Yes. Yes. And Ooh, I love it. It's a digital home for all things process art, including curriculum for process art. So let's say you're a new studio owner or a preschool teacher or a kindergarten teacher and you want to bring more process art in, or a homeschool parent. Or... I was going to say, I know a lot of, I have a good friend and she's a big person in the homeschool community and they, all of the things they do. So this would be so cool for that community too. Totally. I think it's, I think even, would you say even not just a mom, but even a mom who is interested in bringing that into her home, this would be helpful for them? A hundred percent. I would start, if you are interested in process art, I would start with my book called Playmate Create, and it's literally called a process art handbook. So I I wrote it five or six years ago, but it's still totally relevant because process art isn't like a new thing. It's always a thing. And Playmate Create Academy is just a digital hub for all those things and my business coaching for art studio owners is like moving to playmate create academy and i'm just putting everything there so we can play make and create together i love that okay so that is a really well first of all following if you're on instagram following mary cherry on instagram like i said i've been so inspired seeing your sticker stories and it's like the type of thing where i'm like 
I've got stickers. I've got paper. Let's go. Yeah. And then, you know, what has been so cool, too, is as I have allowed myself to come home to art without perfectionism and focusing on process and focusing on being just a student and a learner and for the joy of creative creativity and being having a body to be embodied and to feel in my body right Mm -hmm. my kids sit next to me and do it too yes and even last night it was like 10 o'clock he should have done it weeks ago my middle child rad he came in and he is yeah he's rad he came in and he was like i have to draw traditional japanese formal wear for winter and i'm like dude (laughs) why it's 10 o'clock what you should be asleep what's happening and he so I, i found a picture on my phone i gave it to him he left and he came back in tears he said this is really hard and just Drawing on the left side, right side of the brain is a, a book I've been really interested in. And it, it talks about art and drawing as a communication skill. Mm-hmm. And by not having art programs, it's like we are denying humans a language to wow. speak and express in. Wow. And I really love that concept. And so just these, I really am so passionate. And this is why I think process art is so incredible because it's accessible but also, it's just a skill set you can learn. You don't have to be some creative genius or think of yourself that way. It's a skill set. And I was like, okay, bud. And just from my limited learning of buying drawing books and watching YouTube tutorials, I was like, okay, let's look at the shapes we see. Yeah. Do you see a triangle here? Do you see a triangle here? Okay, now let me teach you this trick I use with a pencil. And see how this is one and a half times. And he's what's that? And I'm like, well, and then we go through it. And... It was so cute. He got done and he was so proud of it. And he was like, I'm going to go draw more things. And it was like, I didn't do anything except learn for myself. Yeah. I didn't set out. I'm not like saying, oh, I'm such a great mom, right? I'm like, no, I let myself be creative. I let myself enjoy the process. And now my kids... It's my 13-year-old doesn't stop crocheting. It's been crazy to see how much more creativity and art they've brought into their lives oh since God. I've just made it like a normal thing we do at the house. And look, so I, and now so you have... following you, I just want to say, so following your Instagram, buying your book, we'll link to that. If you want to take it to the next level, I'm so on board for your academy. <laughs> take this to the world. I'm an evangelist for you. <laughs> I will proselytize. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Amen. Yes. Yes. And if you just think about process art as a vehicle to connect with the people you love, that's all it is to me. Like the art is like irrelevant, right? Like now you have that experience with your son and he's now doing his own stuff and it, it goes out. It has a ripple effect. And that's because you were open to that connection. And that's the part that's killer mom. Mm. I love that. So because you are a sage (laughs) in your empress energy, what, okay, two things. What are one or two things, tips or ideas that you would want to give people to bring process into their, uh, process art into their life right this minute, today, sometime today, like they're listening. Ooh, yeah. And also, is there anything, is there a message you want to share? 
Anything, any, and you can be like, yes, no, and I know you've shared so much, but if you're like, yeah, actually, I've been thinking about this, and I think people should hear this, I want to hear what you have to say, whatever it okay. is. Okay, yeah. I'll say this first. This is one thing I want people to hear. It's like a secret. Stickers are for oh, yeah. sticking. They are not for hoarding <gasps> in these tubs in, up on the shelf of your closet <laughs> since you're four to eight years old. No. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm positive. Are you positive? I am a Because you've got stickers on your sweater. You are a sage. Yes. That's true. I am a okay. sticker okay. sage. Okay, I'm listening. Yes, okay. you are. <gasps> Next embroidery project. <laughs> I want an award that says sticker sage. You're okay? getting one. Yes. My only question is, do you want the three-inch award or do you need a larger scale award? I That's mean, my only question. Go big or go home, right? Okay, that's what I thought. Thank you. I just wanted that permission. And yeah. you think about the award I you want me to make you in stickers, because I will do that. So I know I'm on a big sticker <laughs> kick, but it's just funny to see that no one wants to stick their stickers. They're like, what do you mean? Take it off the page, like the parchment? I'm just like, yeah, it's the most unused art supply in the world. I... 100% agree. And in relation to Rad, who's so rad, it's if he wanted to draw the Japanese, I forget what it was, but Japanese formal wear for the winter. How about <laughs> stickering it? You can find some stickers to help you draw it. It yes. like takes the pressure yes. off is all I'm saying. It okay? does. I love that. So that's my PSA. And then Thank for, you. you're welcome. Thank and you. in terms of if you want to bring more process art into your life, Today, here's a super simple one. Cut up some paper, whether it's watercolor paper or cardstock. If you just have computer paper, then so be it. If you have thicker paper, get it out and cut it into fourths, like a few pieces. So you have a stack of, let's say, four by six cards, right? Maybe you have okay. 10 or 12 cards in the middle of a tray, right? And you put those out with either a watercolor palette that we all have in a drawer somewhere, right? Not all of us, but you know what I'm saying. Or you have yeah. oil pastels, some or Sharpie, something that the kids in your life don't normally, they haven't touched it in a minute, right? Oh, I love that. Okay, so it's a new, the, the novelty is an important aspect. I love that. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be, but... That's a, yeah. a tip. Use, and use what you have. Use what you have. And if it hasn't been used in a while, even better. Yes. Put those okay. materials on that same tray and then cut a little sign. Like if you cut a little piece of paper and fold it in half and you write on it, you have a choice. You can say, come paint with me. Or I wonder what you can draw. Or I wonder what you're going to paint. Ooh, I can't wait to see. Or come sit with me. Whatever it is, like some simple direction. Yeah. You don't have to say what you have to paint or anything. And then just leave it on your kitchen table. And when your kids come home from school and they, they're like, ooh, what's that? You just say, oh, what's that? And you walk over with them and you read the sign and you sit down with your children and just do what it says. That's the hot tip of the day. It's frustrating when it's so simple, <laughs> but none of us thought of it, yeah, right? right? Like that is, it is so simple and yet so very genius. Yes. 
I love that prompt. I wonder what you're going to make. I wonder what yes. you're going to create. So like, easy. That, that curiosity, which really is the foundation of play. Yes. And that's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, Mary, you're <laughs> doing such a good job. Thank you so I love you. You're much. amazing. I love you. We're going to link to all the things and just oh, thank you for the work you're doing. Thanks. And thank you for the work you've done on yourself to heal. Thanks. Especially during such a hard time where it would be really easy to feel so unsafe putting yourself in the world as a Jewish woman. Yeah. Thank you so much for continuing to show up and doing what you needed to do to take care of yourself so that you can show up. Because that's the work nobody ever sees. And I just have so much respect for it. So thank you for doing it. Same. Back to you, girl. And this was just a delight. Happy Wednesday to us. I love Mary's idea so much of putting... It's like it's like an offering, an invitation that she called it. You put that out and you're like, I can't wait to see what you're going to create. I can't wait to see what you're going to make. That's something I've really noticed is just having creative materials around. And you do so much stuff. And now our kids are doing cool stuff. Yeah. My favorite part was when she said it's not about you don't start with the end in mind. You just start with doing it. Yeah. And so it keeps you in the moment. You're not worried about the end. You're not worried about, oh, I messed up. I got to go all the way back. No, it's the whole process. And that's like a good lesson for life. I love it. Well, and I just started a book called Your Brain on Art that is a newer book all about art therapy and just just the way that these things can really, really change your brain. Like the way that meditation changes your brain, the way gratitude changes your brain, art even just doodling. Um, and I haven't finished the book, so I'll keep you all posted. <laughs> but uh, just 20 minutes a day. Uh, and for me, I, I crave it now. Even if I'm organizing, working, doing seemingly artistic things, I crave just the the dude, the fun, the, the release. Um, so it's awesome. Uh, you guys, thank you for leaving podcast reviews. We hadn't had any new ones for a minute, and I know it's been a minute, but Eric, will you please read a review from yeah, these beautiful, talented course, people? Of course, I will. H.M. Holton says, Wowza, Allison is such a bright and shiny light. I have been listening to and loving her podcast since the beginning, but this one resonated with me so strongly. Yes, I sat in my car weeping. Her kindness, authenticity, and ability to connect on a deeply human, relatable level is a straight-up gift to the world. Do yourself a favor and check out episode 184 for a sweet solo Allison episode. It will leave you feeling less alone, more confident, and make you all fall back in love with your big, crazy, creative dreams. That's so nice. Who was that from? H.M. Holton. Some angel out there. You sweet angel, H.M. Holton. We're going to send you a course called uh, How to Take Inspired Action. Shoot us an email at the Alice, wait, hey girl, at the Allisonshow.com. You guys, I really am. I, I'm going to stop making promises I can't keep where I'm like, I'm going to do the show every week and I'm figuring out my life. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to continue to show up every day as myself. And, and try to do that to the best of my ability. And in the meantime, I am so grateful for those of you who are with us. Hey, I want to throw this out there. I know you're going to be mad because the episode's already so long. But Eric and I want to do an event together. And I just, Eric doesn't, Eric doesn't really realize, he thinks it's like the Allison show, but we all know 
that he makes everything better. So I just want to invite people to send him direct messages, to reach out to him, and just, you know, share any feedback with him that you have, any desires you have for him being part of a, a workshop, a collaborative workshop that the two of us would host. Not Allison and Eric's there as DJ, but, like, the two of us together. <laughs> he looks so <laughs> delighted with me right now. <laughs> oh, boy. Whee! <laughs> hey, you guys are doing great. Uh, be sure to support Mary. Find her on Instagram. Buy her book. I've got links to those in the show notes. So grateful to her. Was such a beautiful human being. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Eric. Thank you guys for listening. And remember, only you can be you. Woo! And you're already as awesome as you need to be. My lover, give us a song to listen to. All right. Here's a new one by <laughs> me and my friend Ben Rainier. It's called All the Air. Oh, it's good.